of Steam Stealer Murder, bringing you part two to session 49. This concludes the session and kicks off the international phase of the game. We've had a few new listeners join our forums and follow us on Obsidian Portal, and we thank you. Listen to the end of the podcast to find out how you too can join our forums. The next posted game will have a guest GM. Nick will be running us through a session and may he have mercy on us all. For now, session 49, part 2. Remember the basic question I want to ask him as well. Because it exploded. What topics is he clear to talk to us about? And if that goes well, I'll ask him what topics was he told not to talk to us about. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, he, he was basically... Well, sh- well, hold on. Let's wait for everyone to be yeah. back. Who's yeah, that's it. I'll wait for everyone to be back. But that's the questions I want to ask. So I'll say them now before I forget. <laughs> hmm. Yep, yeah, I think Joshua's connection died. He was apparently not able to get into a dice roller while on Skype at the same time, and I think that got worse. Wow. And apparently Guilty had something else better to do today. He is not home, I don't think. At least not anywhere where he's got an internet connection. We have a irregular Thursday thing we do every once in a while, and they haven't been able to do it since Christmas. Mm. Lack of internet connection is no excuse. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nick, we'll be done before uh, you need to go to work. Uh, unfortunately, I um, I do have some stuff i got to do tonight, so I'm not going to go the full four hours tonight. And I'm going to leave you guys at a spot where um, I'm going to need to think about some things before we go further. So, you feeling any better, Jameis? Um, at times... <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of what's been going on with me. I feel better one day and the next. I've got a fever again. Um, the cough has never gone. It hasn't gone away um, yeah. for weeks now. Are you a medical guy? Diagnose yourself. Well, I mean, it was the flu. I mean, the full-blown flu um, that turned into bronchitis. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, I'm still fighting it all off. Did the you take yourself into... <laughs> Did you take yourself in anywhere? I've been, uh, this is something I've had ongoing for over a year now. Oh, just, oh Wow. It's the zombie plague. You're an incubator. Oh, uh, just what, exactly what we need right now. Zombies. <laughs> it would solve the political climate. All the political problems in the world would end. <laughs> It'd be replaced with one problem. How are we dealing with the zombie problem? I would... I say we bring gun. I say we lower gun control. Guns in everyone's hands and training for everyone. <laughs> hey, it's all. I think it would. Free brains in every pot. <laughs> all right. Sorry, so. the zombie candidate has been uh, shot in the head. He's been. <laughs> I wouldn't consider an assassination, I'd consider a mercy kill. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everyone's back. So, uh, Gavin wants to try the attack of asking. What he was allowed to tell and what he wasn't allowed to tell. <laughs> this was what could cause explosions for those who are running away. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, there's uh, the conditioning um, basically helps them uh, avoid being tortured uh, for information. And uh, apparently it has some help against hypnotism as well. 
Um, what he wasn't allowed to tell you is basically he's not, he wasn't allowed to tell you about the planes that Heinrich is the linchpin, uh, of the two cells that are operating. Um, and what was it? Hold, let me, get, let me know it's real quick. It was the third thing. <sighs> oh, and about Heinrich's special box. <laughs> Other than that, he was allowed to tell who he was, who he was working for, what they're doing in Metapole, and uh, what they're after. <clears throat> because politically, all they're doing is returning Germans to Germany. <laughs> so, they're not returning Germans to Germany because the Germany they return to is not the Germany that they really live in. <laughs> oh, and the, the code words. Uh, Heinrich approached everybody with uh, the phrase, a new dawn is coming. And the the response is the Reich is strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, that's all. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any uh, <clears throat> any any kind of phrase in there that's going to mind wipe him or cause him to explode. That's not their technology. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> well, they're working with the French, so they could have grabbed it. Well, if they're working for the French, he has no augmentations either. So, no Germans working with France. So, they yes. could have nicked the technology. Yeah. And uh, something else that was uh, asked by the other person that was in the room interrogating: um, Does Heinrich Heinrich have burns? Uh, he doesn't think so, but Heinrich always wore a mask or heavy makeup. Look, you already had one major enemy. You don't need her as well. Is Marcus actually back? Oh, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, Sorry. There he is. Okay. I just I answered had... your question, Marcus, and uh, you weren't there, so. Oh, crud. Which question? <coughs> Which question? <laughs> you asked if Heinrich's face was burned, and he said, no, but Heinrich always wore a mask or heavy makeup. Oh, damn it, it is her. She didn't die. Why couldn't you have died when the hospital collapsed? Why did you have to be taken out? It's because she was taken out at the hospital collapsed. <laughs> yeah. Then again, so was the other person they captured. <sighs> I captured you early on. I shot you with my first taser. Wherein we learned that tasing the electronic things could cause them to explode and catch on fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> although the the one the real explanation of that was, I think. Yes. One of the first games with Gavin, where we did the, uh, actually, that was a later game when I shot it at the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know what would happen. <laughs> so any more questions from Marlo? Was he dead? No, no. Um, <coughs> he can give I'm... you plenty of descriptions of other uh, German agents that he was trained with. Unfortunately, they all use code names, so he can't give you names. Oh, we, we can do them, and I can... Yeah, we'll take the description, and I can draw them up so we can keep an eye out for them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this man? Don't trust <laughs> him. He looks like a German. That one also looks like a German. <laughs> Have you seen this German spy? <laughs> the guy is standing there, <coughs> the, 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 the drawing that's a perfect recreation. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'm not sure if I've seen this German spy. Maybe just every day in the mirror. Okay, so there's a mysterious crate. So the uh, yep. second command has perfectly taken over and is working with the Germans. Yes, this complicates someone else's plan. I wonder what someone else's plan is. 
someone else being Edison. Uh, do you know anyone by the name of Thomas Edison or no. Rathke? Yes. What do you know about Rathke? Uh, he heard the name in passing when one of his superiors was talking to another. Do you remember what they were discussing, or was money? It they were discussing a large amount of money. So that means he's paying the Germans. What would you like to do now? I have some more of this caviar, a nice change of clothes, a flight out of here, and for the stabity man to go away. <laughs> Anyone else have any more questions? Otherwise, I'm going to go get some more caviar and another glass. Hmm. Meanwhile, the stabity man's phone. <laughs> he has a phone? When did he get He's a got phone? a quantum radio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, yep. Marla. Starling. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm being a go between uh, with the police, and you can hear in the background there's, you know, sounds of a lot of people moving around, etc. We, uh, we found your crates with the airplanes in them. Uh, two of the locations that you gave us as safe houses, uh, well, we found the rooms, and they've been torched, set on fire, uh, some high-grade gasoline and a match, it looks like. <clears throat> Still checking the rest of them out. So far, we're coming up empty, though. Um, yeah. We recovered three of the planes, the ones that are in Metapole, where, uh, Blair's got some men going outside looking for those caches now. He's Check not locked. Sure, she's not left. There's... There's too much. Where did she go? We may have to try plan K for kidnap. One of us poses as a German scientist. Yeah, but the problem is, well, we need a big, we need a big fat egg. Um, pretty well, we can arrange for something, but I don't know. Now, remember, who... <clears throat> from what he's told you, they don't know actually who it is that they're tracking down. It's when they do yep. track down the German national, they're able to figure it out, but they don't know ahead of time who it is. If it's a big enough name. Yeah, the problem is we have to make it. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they've left because there's too much at stake. Um. She can, I mean, it's not like we're going to find them after they torched the other areas. Oh, what we need is a big name. And then what happens is that they follow, quote unquote, an employee to find the person who they then realize is a big name and go for them then. That's how they've been doing it so far. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we want. The problem is that, God, that looks so suspicious. don't know who's a big name in the German sciences, though, so I can't. I mean, you can uh, know Eisenberg, Edison. Uh, I rattle off a few. You names. wouldn't know. You wouldn't know either, Malo. Shush. Uh, I could <laughs> rattle, rattle off a know. couple. Uh, I could probably yeah, Bishop, rattle off a couple. Bishop would know because he has alchemy, and so he would have connections with some of these guys. And yes, uh, Rackham might know if she's ever done a piece on them. So both of them could make rolls to see if they know anyone. I got so, a three. So, yes, you you can name off some big names. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, none of the names that you can rattle off have gone missing. In other words, there's no reason why they'd be in the underground. Yep. Just need to arrange for them to go missing. Yes, yes. (laughs) Just need to arrange for that to happen. How are your your spy connections in Germany working out, Marlo? I don't know what you're talking about. 
don't you have spies in Germany, in France, in England, and it Italy? Probably <clears throat> Italy. As so, you continue to talk there, you get another communique uh, from Starling. <clears throat> they found two crates uh, outside Metapol where you said they would be. Uh, the third one, they found an empty crate and uh, traces of oil and gas. Oh, old. It's very recent. Take a plane up. Take a plane up. Strike team. Strike team. Also, I'm guessing we brought the guy out and gave him some caviar since... We yeah. seem to have done with... Well, we'll bring him out of his hypnosis at some point, but I'll leave in a trigger phrase sort of thing so I can get back if I need to. Yeah, let's... Well, let's see if we can go up <clears> on a, in a Zeppelin and see if we can spot him. I mean, that's pretty much... <laughs> I meant one of the planes, not one of the Zeppelins. Zeppelin yeah, your Zeppelin... The Zeppelins can't go as high as those platforms could. <clears throat> Unless you want to spend a stunt and get a Zeppelin that can. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we get some oxygen tanks, we get every all the necessary supplies, and we take a plane up, bringing some heavier weapons. I need uh, to because... leave to go meet Leonard. Is there anything else you guys want me to uh, pass on to him? No, he doesn't need to know <laughs> anything else. Would it be simpler for us to simply enhance our scanners or radars or whatever simply to detect to see if there's something there first? Well, I mean, that's, I don't know. Are, have radars been invented? No. They aren't historically. Not, they aren't invented until World War II, basically. Yep. Yeah, they're invented because a guy had a dream and then created something off the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which so. was really fascinating. Thank you, you Kraft, for you giving just, me a... You would just be looking for something... Oh, we've got telescopes. We've got telescopes that can see frickin' moons of Jupiter. We can't yes, see Yes, yes, you do. Yeah. You have telescopes. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what they would be doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we Unfortunately, uh, uh, telescopes cannot see through heavy cloud cover. <laughs> if only right. there was someone around. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. See ya. <laughs> and I head out to meet Leonard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our plan is to attack the place from here, here, and here. Because we have a basic idea of somewhat of the layout. We have the planes, and now we just need to get strike teams ready. Right? Right? Look right, at me, Marlo. I'm kind of going up. Yeah. I plan on going up. We can do this, Marlo. Me, you. Yeah, let's uh, get them to construct a plane and see if we can't go up. And Why construct? Why not just use the ones we have? Well, yeah. he means put them together. You know, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It's all, they're and all folded up. see if we up can and... strap a machine gun and... <laughs> George, George, fly on the wings. We will take them. George? Yes. The monkey. <laughs> gorilla. The gorilla. We will have a gorilla on one wing, Marlo on the other, and we will assault. I almost I almost wish that I was playing another character just to shoot this place up. <laughs> oh, well. It'd be awesome. I'm uh, trying to think. Do we want to go right, while you the- while you guys do that? I'm going to cut over to uh, Miss Rackham here for a yeah, moment. Go, go if you guys don't mind. Uh, are, are you there? Yep. Okay. Uh, sure. So you're supposed to meet uh, <clears throat> meet Leonard uh, in a prearranged location, and uh, he is bringing the picnic basket. And uh, you know the day is uh, 
a little on the chill side, but not so bad. And you're meeting in a, a public park, and you do see uh, Leonard uh, sitting on, uh, you know, like a a little hill in the middle of the park. He's got the picnic basket spread spread out. He's got the you know, sitting on a large uh, uh, picnic uh, blanket. Um, he doesn't seem to notice you though. He's, he seems to be staring off into the distance. He's got a glass of uh, champagne in one hand and uh, he seems to be sitting there. Okay. Well, I go up to him. Okay. I uh, doesn't seem to notice you. He's continuing to stare. Okay. Is there is he breathing? Is anybody else there? Uh, there's not anyone around, although there's plenty of people, you know, nearby, but no one directly right there. And okay. uh you actually can't tell if Leonard's breathing. He seems to be remarkably still. <laughs> okay. Don't forget the one guy in the trench coat in the corner. <laughs> I call, you know, I call his name, Leonard. He doesn't respond. Okay. I shake him on the shoulder. Hmm. Uh, you notice that his body is very cold, uh, rigid. And uh, as you move him, uh, he kind of falls over onto his right side, not changing the position he was in, as if he were a statue. And you he notice there's a news- You notice there's a newspaper article laying in his lap. What it? What is it? Uh, it's dated quite a while ago, and it uh, shows a scene um, of a. Uh, it looks like a, a dock or a wharf, and uh, there's like a little fire going on in the background, and it's a write-up of uh, local investigators stop theft, and uh, you know, and Mr. Bishop's uh, name is in the title there, and you notice in the picture. Um, okay, I gotta. I do gotta do a little. A little. Uh, uh, out of character thing here real quick. Uh, Marlo, were you in on uh, when Bishop uh, shot the girl down in the jetpack? Were you in on that? Because I don't, I don't, no. I don't think. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, you're not. Bishop. Okay. So yeah, Bishop, uh, your, your picture has got a big X over the head in the, uh, in the newspaper article. <laughs> I think that was just me and Drina at that point. Yes, I think it was. Well, me, Drina, and a thief, possibly. Mm-hmm. Okay, and is Leonard breathing at all? I mean... He doesn't he seem dead? to be, but it's not... <clears throat> it's almost like he's got uh, rigor mortis, but it, it's not... You know, his body is, like, ice cold, and he <clears throat> he's literally kind of frozen up like a statue. Uh, do you have any kind of medical training? If not, just give me a, give me a roll on your... What skill? Mm, what is the default for medical again? That's... Uh... Scholarship. Uh, scholarship. scholarship. Yep. Yeah, just give me scholarship. a scholarship roll. Okay. That be a four. Ah, he has a heartbeat, but it's very slow. Okay. Is there um any like police officer or anyone around? He needs medical attention. All right. Uh, you start yelling out and trying to flag one down. Uh, yeah, sure. There's a beat cop that rounds the corner, comes rushing up to you. Oh, ma'am, what is it? It, He's sick. He's very ill. Hmm. He needs medical attention. Uh, Police officer checks him out and says, Sir, sir! He touches him and says, This man is dead! He's he's rock solid! No, he's not dead. He can't be dead. But, but, he, he, he... 
you know, he picks him up by the shoulder and just kind of moves him right and left. And poor litter there is kind of like frozen in one position. So he's like, <laughs> he's, he's moving like a, a frozen side of beef. <laughs> the officer says, he's got to be dead, ma'am. He has, he <laughs> did has you some... find him this way? <laughs> yes, I did. Can you call for, for medical attention? He has a heartbeat. He looks distrusting you at you for a moment and, lis- and listens very carefully. And he's like, <gasps> He runs off, blowing his whistle, <laughs> getting more men to come. So, yes, in short order, they're able to get an ambulance there, and uh, Mr. Malton's frozen body is <laughs> laid on a stretcher, kind of, since he's are not able to move his limbs. He kind of just lays across the stretcher, and they take him off to a hospital. Okay. And you hear the paramedic saying, I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to do with the guy. Yeah, he's got a heartbeat, but look at him. You see one of them tap his eyeball. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. <laughs> okay, uh, I pocket that, I pocket the article, and Leonard was holding a glass of wine? Yes. Okay, I carefully wrap that up, and I want to find a chemist to analyze it. You notice the liquid that was in the wine glass is frozen solid. What's in the wine bottle is fine. That's weird. Okay. Um let's see. I want to take that take the take the bottle, take the glass and Oh look, he packed watercress sandwiches. With 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 no trim on on the sandwich edges. How nice. Aw, <laughs> very cute. It's a cheesecake. So, <laughs> uh, I want to take that to um, Leonard's office, his employer, essentially. Mm-hmm. Remember it's, that Leonard's employer was a front. Just, just remember, and, yeah. Yeah. I understand Leonard's mm-hmm. employer was a front. Um, let's see. I want to take it to local... Local office of, I guess, what um, of British intelligence, the public office. Uh, well, sure. There's a British embassy here. You can take it to. I want to take it. I want to take it to yes. the British embassy. Yeah. They all picked up and left. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. They did, but the embassy's still there. <laughs> so there's nobody there. Well, no. When you go, I mean, they still have a guard out front. Um. What do you want to tell the person? I want to tell the person I have some very important information. Um, and I need to speak to someone. And do I need to know, um, what hospital did they take him in? Uh, they would have taken him to the first one of the district. So, you know, just whatever, uh, you know, district, uh, two. Uh, St. Mary's Hospital. <laughs> Making people better. I'm just going to tell them. It's like, look. One of your assets just got poisoned in a park and has been taken to the hospital. And I think someone may be trying to kill him. Hmm. <clears throat> the, the guard tells you, uh, I will make sure to pass this along to whoever's still in the offices here. I'm afraid that most of uh, the staff has already left, but do you work for, ma'am? Who do you... Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) 
I give him the name of the paper I work for and tell him who I am and tell him that I took the uh, things that I think he may have been poisoned with and I had them. So if you have anyone there that can analyze to find out what he was poisoned with, maybe save his life and find out why. And what was this man's name? What um, I give him both his re- Leonard's real name and the cover <clears throat> name. Hmm. Uh, just one moment, ma'am. He goes to a, a red pill box nearby and pulls out a phone and has a conversation on it. Um, do you wait? Yes. Okay. He hangs up the phone and he says, uh, ma'am, if you would uh, please follow me. I follow him. He opens the gate, locks it behind him, and uh, he takes you into the building. <clears throat> Meanwhile, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Arguing with him, probably. <laughs> oh, I broke into Walton's place. Right. Right away. I, as soon as you did, I went, I went, holy crap, they probably got to Walton. <laughs> and I right, uh, I see. <laughs> How right. did you know that? Why? Because as soon as I went, huh, they probably got to Walton because uh, she, they kidnapped her. They were trying to kidnap her. So the next... A uh, person that Heinrich would probably go after would have been Malton. That's why I went, oh, crap. Ah. Okay. Um, how do you so know where Malton I'm probably Bert. I'm probably making sure that the uh, spy is well taken care of, telling him where the caviar is and where the good bottles of wine are, and I'm going to go make plans. Okay. Uh, he does ask, what? what's the deal with the mess downstairs? He points at these scorched doorway and the blood stains that have been somewhat cleaned off from the floor. <laughs> uh, would you like, uh, that was, uh, let's just, say all I that. want to know is, is it safe here? Oh, most definitely. It's safe now. Oh, okay. That, that was a prior mess. Yes. Uh, that's why we use this place is because it's safe now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, make sure you lock your door at night. Yes. Uh, Gavin, what are you doing? It seems that people are dispersing, so... Uh, uh, since Mallow didn't say, hey, come with me or anything, and the current last thinking was going up on an airplane, which I don't want to do, <laughs> I'm going to go up and start doing my own thing. Okay. Which involves going to the railroad, slapping them around a bit, saying, how can you be so obvious, and is there any big name over in Germany of this list of names who are likely who have made any overtures towards joining <laughs> nice. <Jimmy Barrow. laughs> alright fair enough um, Mr. Marlowe uh, I assume that you're the only place you know that Malton lives in is the place that you tracked him down to drugged him and took him unconscious from the first time that's Slater, but yes. <laughs> well, we know where he's been. They've been watching this place. We know where he's uh-huh. been picking up yeah. from. Yep. But I'm, I'm asking. That's where you're going, right? Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. So, yeah. You, you go in. Uh, doors unlocked. Yeah, I will go in and be rooting around. Yes. Uh, there's not a lot of rooting to do, as it seems to be wall to floor packed boxes. Uh, he's pretty much gotten his household. Uh, ready to be shipped out. Uh, there is actually a storage company there now, uh, the reason why the door is opened. 
uh, or unlocked, and they're moving his uh, stuff into a van, uh, heading towards a carrier at the airport. So one of the guys are like, oh, excuse me, uh, do you, can you sign for this? He hands yeah. you a clipboard. <laughs> I, I sign Larry Malton. Okay. Oh, no, let me sign Heinrich. I sign Heinrich. <laughs> he glances at it a, lot, a little bit and shrugs, says, all right, we got a signature. Yep. <laughs> then I radio back to base. Uh, God, my God, I can't believe we did this. I radio to... Uh, <laughs> I radio to Bishop to check in how the spy is doing. Oh, you left the spy with Gavin. I checked oh, on spy, Gavin. The spy, uh, yeah, he's doing fine. Uh, I made sure to... Uh, Handcuff his legs to the to the to the desk, etc. Oh yes, no one can get out of handcuffs. I... Oh yes, I um also made sure to install a tracking device as so, a standard protocol. So you left the spy with Gavin, right? Of course. Why would uh, Gavin? Gavin's Gavin first... left before Gavin. Barlow was uh, Bishop was so busy going. Oh, are you all right? Are you doing well? Then Bishop just uh, Gavin just left him to it. <laughs> Oh so the spy God. is left with no one. Is Actually, it? Bert, if if Gavin had left, I would have made sure that one of uh, the Cheka got over here first. <laughs> okay. Actually, make that a couple of the Cheka and people that were confirmed by uh, uh, the second up, the second right. You know what I mean. I'm making sure I get confident, confident guys. Oh, okay. So we're not going to leave the spy alone. That would have been good. <laughs> no, no, no. Or not leaving him alone. I would have made sure that we was taken care of. If uh, Gavin... <laughs> if you tell the chicken to take care of him, that's not necessarily... <laughs> not, that, not that way. I meant, I'd make sure my intentions are made clear to... Uh, uh, what's his name? The guy that's really a good friend. The, the, the former spy. Yes, Bob. Starling. Take care of him. I mean, really well. <laughs> Marlo wanted you to look after this one personally. <laughs> He's an asset, okay? Yes. Just like you handled the last asset Marlo turned over to you. Mm -hmm. How do you handle the last asset? <laughs> uh, you put a bullet in his head. <laughs> Right. Uh, so, Gavin, yes, you're able to uh, actually make me uh, make me a, a roll to see if you can uh, get a hold of a, a railroad agent because you st you're still just a, a railroad asset. You're not in the structure yeah. itself, right? No, 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 yeah. no. no. I, I, we need to have plausible deniability. Exactly. Uh, wow, I can't find anyone. <laughs> what, what did you oh, roll? Good. What did you roll? Uh, one at the moment. Uh, actually, you do. Going from the German spy's information on how he tracked your people, <laughs> you're able to easily find your railroad workers. <laughs> they have coffee uh, in the same place every day. They have a sandwich at the same time every day for lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yes, the guy that you startle eating his sandwich is quite surprised to see you. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, this is the problem, isn't it? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> we will be having a little chat about personal security. 
was the perfect employee. Sigh there. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you uh you want to find out if any of these uh German uh scientists have been made any overtures to the railroad. Yeah. So you give them a list of people. Yep. To look into. Okay. Well, he'll get back to you if you you know leave him a way to contact you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, just because of you just said the word contact, and no, I just not me. I'll check Ada as well, just to make sure nothing's happened on that front. Mm-hmm. Actually, Bert, he doesn't say give him a contact. He just says, "I'll meet you here tomorrow, twelve uh, thirty <laughs> on the dot." Right? <laughs> Do you always have ham on your sandwich as well? <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, Bishop, what are you doing? Uh, checking on my plans to invade another air fortress. Well, you can get any one of the, uh, the airplanes that they have, uh, confiscated. They've got five. Okay. And how many people can an airplane hold? Two. Okay. We get two airplanes set up. So we at least have some backup. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that we get them set up, uh, for, uh, do you have uh, any kind of piloting? Uh, no. That's why we're getting two. We're getting some checkup pilots. Okay, no, that's fine. Uh, I have driving and drive armored suit. I don't think either of these apply. Give me a drive roll. Yeah, just give me a drive roll. I'm not putting it together myself. No, I'm not. This is just if you notice something, because you do have some experience in driving things around. Three. Unless Three. I get to apply armored suit. No, that's that's awesome. plenty good enough. Uh, well, one of the reasons why you think that uh, you were told that it's about an hour round trip is it looks like the, the the planes only hold about an hour's worth of fuel. Looking at the gauge, looking at the size of the tank, um, you do notice the, uh, the add-ons that uh, he had pointed out, uh, that there are tubes that go around the wings, um, that they have nozzles on them. Uh, and these, these tubes connect to a tank that's filled with some kind of greenish liquid that you're very familiar with. I scream yelling Harris <laughs> and realizing that he's not going to answer. I, uh, yes. continue on. And you also notice that the back fin of the plane, uh, they've all been, uh, painted over recently. <laughs> painted over how? The, the tail fins have fresh paint on them. What's the new color? Red. Ice cream again. <laughs> In frustration. Yes. As I try to connect A to B. <coughs> I make um, sure to pass this information along to uh, uh, my Marlo mm-hmm. to make sure he knows and the yes. history behind it. And you get uh, two of these planes put together for you. Um, yes. I make sure also that I also make sure that one of these planes gets uh, I, I make sure we have uh, I make sure that as we put it together, we get nice documentation of the plane, how it looks, how it is, you know, copies of all the photos sent to uh, the important people, you know, make mm-hmm. sure that our people know about it. You know, the guilds can start stealing this stuff, you know, some of the liquid, you know, take some of the liquid, take some of this, make sure it all gets spread out so that. The scientists can start copying this stuff so we can get better. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And uh, back to Miss Rackham. Miss Rackham, you are taken to 
a lonely desk in this large, large building. It seems that all the other offices have had their lights turned out, and it's sounding rather hollow as you walk through the halls and uh, not seeing or noticing anyone else. It's actually everything, all the lights are off, except for one lone lamp in the very, very, very back <laughs> of the office. And there's a guy there who... uh uh, he's probably in his mid-fifties or so. He's got a pair of glasses perched on the end of his nose. He's wearing, wearing you know, a bureaucrat's uh, uniform that uh, has seen better days. He looks up and sighs heavily. <laughs> so, how do you know that this is one of our assets, miss? And the security guy says, Rackham. Miss Rackham, what well, is your relationship to Mr. Malton? Well, one... We've been dating recently. He and smacks two, his face. <laughs> I've known him for a while. I see. And uh, your previous uh, knowledge of Mr. Malton, this is how you know that he is a, a deployed agent, yes? Yes. And right. He, he shuffles around. He sighs heavily again. He shuffles around a massive uh, suitcase full of... Uh, paperwork that it looks like he was filing away. He slaps one down on the desk in front of you, gives you a pen, and says, Before we can discuss this further, Miss Rackham, would you please sign this official state's secrets? <laughs> he pushes the paper over to you. I read it quickly. Is there anything particularly weird in it? Oh, no, no. Just the whole, you know, uh, anything discussed with this agent is uh, is considered to be uh, discussed outside of this room, considered to be treasonous to the crown. Uh, <laughs> the person thus signing, you know, is uh, open to the full uh, prosecution uh, by the British government uh, for treason, etc. Yeah, it's, it's basically it's a muzzle order. Don't talk about this outside of who you're instructed to talk to it about. <laughs> and the PCs. <laughs> No, actually, it doesn't say PCs. It just says who. <laughs> and the, the the signing person is hereby instructed to talk to. <laughs> okay. I sign it. Yes. And here where it says what affiliation to any state, government, or institution that you might have. <laughs> Do remember you are, you are a licensed investigator. Whether or I not just... you want to write that down is up to you, but... <laughs> I put down investigated reporter. Okay. <sighs> National affiliation. British. Sign here. I sign. Okay. Yeah, he looks at it, nods, nods, light to match, burns it. <laughs> Says, okay. <laughs> now, what happened to our Mr. Malton? I tell him. In the course of an investigation, I came across the names and descriptions of a German cell working in Metapool attempting to repatriate German scientists back to Germany within a few very short hours that I pass this information on to Leonard, he turns up poisoned in the park. Dead? Alive? He had a heartbeat. He's at the Mercy General Hospital now. Yep. He nods to the guard who leaves the room. <clears throat> I pull out I pull out the the glass and the bottle and I show him. 
Yep. This you notice is, that the liquid in the glass is still frozen solid. This is what <coughs> he was holding when I found him. He looks at it. He sniffs in the glass, sniffs in the bottle. Tuts at the 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 make and age of the uh, <laughs> of the champagne uh, on his salary, uh, Leonard. <sighs> he takes them, puts them in bags. <sighs> you know, I retire tomorrow. Shakes his head. He's not going to make it out of there alive. He's going <laughs> to die. He just said that statement. <clears throat> yeah. I'll pass this on. We'll take care of our agent as best we can. He turns the glass upside down, noticing the frozen liquid inside, shakes his head. Do you have any idea what caused this? What caused the liquid this. freeze? Yeah, he clinks the glass, and then uh, when he does that, the liquid falls out of the glass, smacks on, it falls onto his desk, and just remains there, frozen, solid. <laughs> if it's frozen, it can't be a liquid. <laughs> well, yeah. The previous oh. liquid frozen solid. <laughs> I have no idea unless it's some sort of German weapon. Very well, Miss Rackham, you have signed the official state secret form. We will be in contact with you if we know need more information. Please don't discuss this outside of anyone you are permitted to speak to. You noted that you are not an agent of any government. No. Very well. We will do our best for Mr. Melton. You said you were dating Mr. Melton. Yes. Did Malton, Did Mr. Melton ever tell you uh, who he worked for and uh, what he did for the crown? No. He puts down the second paper that he was about to pull out. Good, good. I found that out on my own. Ah, yes. He looks at you icily. <sighs> Very well, Miss Rackham. We will take care of Leonard if it's possible for us to bring him back. We will. He was due. <clears throat> he looks at a calendar. Leave in the morning. I yes, yes, that. yes. Well, with any luck, we'll be able to get him back just fine. Thank you for bringing this to our attention, ma'am. And uh, he's he takes you by by the hand, and he's he's kind of walking with you towards the front of the <laughs> establishment. So yeah, I noticed you didn't. Uh... You don't really care about the German cell operating here. Not our problem. No, no, no. Mr. Dare has uh, made his bed. Now he can lie in it. I see. If he wishes any official help from us, he can write a letter to the Crown. We wash our hands of this. I see. But don't worry. So we'll do our best for Mr. Malton. He is one of ours. Yes. Stiff upper lip there. Yes. Smile. Sigh. <laughs> All right, and uh, you find yourself at the front gates. <laughs> okay. So, I'm at the front gates. <coughs> I'm going to head back to to uh, Dare's mansion. Okay. Uh, seems that everyone's left. Uh, there are two guys, well, one guy kind of sitting on the front porch, uh, looking like a maintenance man who's doing repairs on the uh, damage to the mansion. Uh, no one else seems to be around. And the the spy is still there. Well, as you get up, the person who is uh, working on the house uh, notices who you are and tips his hat to you, opens the door for you. Yes, the spy is still there. He seems to have found uh, a stash of Mister Dare's uh, <clears throat> uh, moving pictures and is watching a movie. <laughs> All right. Well, if he seems hello, fine. hello. <laughs> Just checking. He smiles. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice place you've put me up in. I 
dare say I'm very glad that the man with the knife is gone. Brutish sort of sort. Well, not the kind of, not the kind kid. of person that someone like you should be spending time with, ma'am. Really? So I I actually have a strange question for you. Oh? Yeah. What do you know that could freeze liquid very quickly? Hmm. He thinks for a moment. Well, we were carrying a fluid that kept things from freezing. Um I am hmm. No, nothing that I am aware of, unless the fluid can be used in another way that wasn't explained to me. <coughs> huh. Okay. Thank you for that info. Have a safe night. Then I head back to my house. <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay. Um, G- uh, Gavin, you said that you uh, give Ada a call? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do have a message uh, on Ada. Um, it's actually from Joshua. Hmm. Yep. Um, uh, he sounds Joshua? a little... Yes, he sounds a little confused. The message is that, uh, yes, I'm not exactly sure how to get a hold of you fellas these days. Uh, this was given to me a long time ago. Uh, just checking in. I've got some, uh, some hearty news for you at the guild. Uh, next time you can stop in, I've got something that I am dying to show you. Okay, shows who's Joshua? <laughs> uh, Dare. Sorry. Joshua Dare. That is Joshua Dare. Yeah. Okay, right. And he, he doesn't know how to get in touch with his own agents that he wanted. <clears throat> Well, because there's not really normal cell phones or anything like that, and you guys have quantum radios, but you've got a limited uh, number of them, and no one ever gave one to him. <clears throat> I don't think you ever gave his you, bishop has ever given him your number. You gave it to Blair. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. <hilarious>. Okay. <laughs> oh. Right. And you guys haven't been <laughs> near your homes for, you know, a good 24 hours, so... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, on the radius, um, guys have had a message there. Apparently, Deer has something he wants to show us, some thing he's got or invented, or I don't know what it is, but he has something to show us sometime. Some hearty news for us or some some such thing. Uh, but... Oh, well, we might as well go and see him. Yes, might as well. Gentlemen. Because I am just staring at people moving things. (laughs) Yes, they're moving boxes. I I tell the people who are making plans, make sure I get copies of all that and continue the planning. I want you people to, I want the two best pilots to figure out how these things work. Tell me how they work. Fly how they work. And make sure they know what they're doing. Then I'm ordering my men around. Yeah, they stopped listening to you a while back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did all the PCs, so yeah. nothing changed there. <laughs> Check I would not. Dis- if you want to use them, the spin points for them. Start- I have before. Start helping them out. I'm busy. Right. I have no. to help another uh, organization. Yeah. You, you need an aspect linking you to them. To- <laughs> I know, I know. I, know. Yeah. I, I work... I work for you. That should help me enough. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Anyways, I have to... D- anyway. Let's go. To, Let's go. Uh, Let's does go. Rackham have a quantum radio? It's up to you. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, it's up to oh, you. Nope. Yeah. Not that I'm aware oh. of either. I, I call this Rackham's place. Oh, I was going to run by it. Oh. <laughs> Good enough. Yes, Miss Rackham, your phone rings as you have gone home. 
Okay, I pick it up. Uh, this is Bishop. Uh, we've we're Dare wants to show us something, so we're going to pick you up on our way and over there. Sound good, or do you have other plans? No, sounds good. How'd the date go? It didn't. Oh. I'll tell you about it when you get here. Okay. Okay, I'll put this fun away while I'm driving. <laughs> I get on your side of the road! Fuck. <laughs> a police officer ponders having a law passed to keep people from using their portable phones while driving. <laughs> <laughs> he actually stabbed him in the face before he could prevent my freedom. Actually, I wonder what this police officer thinks about a mobile phone. <laughs> yeah, probably doesn't know what you're doing, so. <laughs> there isn't really any driving rules anyway. Just don't run into the other person. <laughs> Obviously, I'm on my side of the road. I'm on it. Therefore, it's my side of the road. What's your problem? <laughs> and they're steel cars, and they don't go that fast. No, they don't. I mean, you get hit with the 50 mile an hour car, you ain't, you ain't talking about it afterwards. If a person gets hit, but if another another heavy steel car hits another heavy steel car, anyway. Yes, you pull up to Miss Rackham's. In my shiny vehicle. And we pick her up and head out. So, you were going to tell me something while I'm driving? Yes. Um, I showed up and Leonard's been frozen. <laughs> Define what you feelings with you? Define <laughs> frozen stiff as a board. Dead? No. Had a heartbeat. I got him to the uh, hospital. But the glass he was drinking out of, the liquid it was frozen solid. Oh, do you have some of the liquid? I can send it over to Watson and Crick. They can they're expert alchemists in the area. No, I don't have it anymore. Well, do you have? Are you sure it was the liquid and wasn't the food at all? What are you guys? God, what? Well, it wasn't a I... point. It was a what? They basically <laughs> oozed him down. It's like you don't know that. <laughs> well, I mean, given the evidence of what we have, they you don't you wouldn't freeze it. Yes, yes. Let them think whatever they wish to think. You're not there. You're not there. Actually, he is there. He's in the car. <laughs> oh, you picked him up first. Never mind. He okay. was with me. <laughs> okay. I was? Wait. Okay. You were yelling I'm at me. So many places at once. <laughs> well, you were staring at me as we were making plans. Let's put it this way. The glass and Leonard were frozen. Exactly. The liquid in the bottle was not frozen. The food right. was not frozen. Right. So he was holding he- the glass while he looked over and contemplated the universe. And while he was doing so, someone came up behind him and went, you're frozen, mate. And then he went, oh, I am frozen. And the glass froze. And because, it said, because the glass realized it was frozen. And yes, he so. was holding this article at the time. And I hand him the article. Oh, I remember this. What are you doing? There's your truck. It's right there. Bah, it'll get out of my way. Plus, I recognize that photo. That was before. That wasn't one of my best photos. Yeah, um, that woman, she got away. Uh, yeah, you remember the hospital collapsing and, uh, losing, uh, uh, Tesla's cloned wife? 
Well, one of the other people there that escaped was a person. I believe she became second in command. I believe that's what we learned. She became second in command of uh, Ace and the Whole Gang and probably is now in command of the Ace and the Whole Gang. Huh. Yeah, good times. Good times. You notice the big red X over your face in the newspaper article. <laughs> hey, I'm still alive. Uh, I called my wife. <laughs> yes, dear. You hear in the background shots being fired. Is that defensive shots or just regular shots? I'm testing out the new range. Okay. <laughs> just making sure there wasn't anything happening. Apparently someone else who hates me is trying to kill me, I guess, from my past. Second, I believe she's second in command of the uh, Ace in the Hole gang. Okay, dear, you have fun. Okay, just watch out for anything. <coughs> just, bye. <laughs> Oh, she's doing fine. Hmm. Right. So you arrive at Guild Headquarters, <clears throat> tracking down uh, Joshua Dare. He has a big smile on his face and says, I've got something for you guys. It took a lot. Transportation helped me out on this. And I figured, well, with our new international scope, he, you know, I, I thought it was time to do this. He's got he a, built a better a, robot. A giddy look on his face. No, no, come on. You've got to come down to the hangars. No, no, trust me. It's a robot. It's a oh. robot. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pause this one. Hold on. <coughs> okay. Is that better? Yeah, you give it a second or two to stabilize and it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, so uh he says like, I, I thought it was time and uh with our new international scope I, I thought it was the thing to do, and he's got a giddy look on his face as he walks all of you walks you guys down to a hangar on the uh Medical campus, <laughs> and he proudly throws open the door to the hangar. And you guys see this enormous blimp uh, or zeppelin uh, that is. Uh, uh, there are monkeys climbing around it uh, with uh, what looks like spray cans, uh, finishing up touch uh, touch up jobs on the ship. Well, by monkeys you mean gorillas? Yes, gorillas. Sorry, they're all wearing these like painter smock uniforms and. Uh, Going around doing touch-ups on the paint here and there. Uh, Watson and Crick seem to be uh, standing by, uh, talking into uh, this large microphone device that's uh, strapped to Watson's chest. Excellent. And uh, Dare throws his arms wide and says, Behold! We haven't actually given it a name yet. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I wanted you guys to cop by. <laughs> You're new, home away from home, while you travel the world. He bids you enter. <laughs> the end... The I MPS. stuck it to silence. <coughs> I, 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 I wish Kevin's I had Kevin's got a big grin on his face. <laughs> for this, I'm, I feel like crying. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Uh, Crick is turning some dials on this thing in his chest and is speaking into the microphone. Uh, one of the chimps, uh, uh, at the very, uh, one of the gorillas at the very top, uh, sticks his paint canister into his, uh, his uniform and sl uh, slides down a, a rope tether. And uh, stands in front of Crick, gives him a salute, and Crick hands him a banana. That's why. That's why. <laughs> That's exactly why I feel like. Watson so. says, it seems that uh, the brain augmentation of the great apes that you returned to us uh, a while ago, uh, some of them uh, didn't degrade. That's and they've been quite useful. That's also yes. not what I wanted to hear. 
Oh, this oh, no, is an no. awesome Zeppelin, though. <laughs> it's not as bad as all of that. There, we're not directly controlling them. This contraption here that uh, Crick is wearing just allows us to communicate with them in a way they can understand. They're doing this completely of their own volition. Well, that and the bribery of a few bananas. Only a few. You notice the pile <laughs> of banana skins behind Crick. <laughs> and and what what just spitballing here? What 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 prevents you know mind control? By the enemy? Well, it seems that, uh, the state that, uh, you returned this, uh, returned them to us in, uh, after they had a, a few days of healing, they seem to be remarkably, uh, able to resist such things, uh, as if they have developed immunity of sorts. This seems like a good, this cannot <laughs> possibly come and bite us in the backside. They seem very happy as they swarm over the blimp. <laughs> completing <Yes>. the coloration. <laughs> and are we well, running the Zeppelin, or...? Oh, it's just experimental now, of course. Uh, Watson and Crick uh, look possessively at the little control device. But, uh, we, of course, we will need to, to test them in certain situations, I suppose. Uh, I understand that you have one that uh, has taken a shine to you there, Mr. Uh, Gavin? Mm-hmm. Oh, George. Uh, yes. And in fact, for some reason, I've just I've been giving him piloting lessons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not serious. But we've been waiting for you. As, as you notice, the, the blimp is nearing completion. All we need now is to christen her with a name. And uh, the the apes uh, stand ready with paintbrushes at hand, <laughs> ready to paint the name on the vessel. <laughs> but while you contemplate that... Uh, this, uh, it has the, come on, come inside. Uh, Dare opens the gondola, uh, so that everyone can come in and take a look. Mm -hmm. It's quite spacious inside. You've got a central, uh, dining area, uh, where you've got, uh, ice box. It looks like a larder has been, uh, set in with a good amount of stores. You've got, uh, separate crew chambers. You've got a medical bay. You've got a little engineering bay. It has, uh, there is an engine already installed in it. At the helm, there's a communication array, and uh, no, there's a there's a few still bugs to work out on this. Uh, due to international treaties, we can't arm the uh, the Zeppelin, but it does have some interesting uses for its uh, telecommunication array. Uh, and yes, of <laughs> course, completely. Yes, of course. Hmm. I like the way How you high? think. <laughs> How high can it go? Oh, standard right now. I mean, we're using the, uh, uh, mm -hmm. let's see, what gas would be in use right now? They didn't go uh, You into... can either use helium or hydrogen. Yeah, it uh, wouldn't be hydrogen is yet. It's harder yeah. to get in hold yeah. of. Mm -hmm. uh, so but basically. It's safer? <laughs> I, yeah, it's a lot safer. Only America had helium. Uh, yep. Zeppelins. And that would make, it would make sense then that they do have helium mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. Um, now the, uh, the Zeppelins generally Height is regulated by, not by, um, how high is basically breathing. Uh, mm -hmm. if you guess, yes, it's ballast. Mm -hmm. So it could go as high as we want. Uh, the question is, what could we survive? At? Actually, no, there is a, there is a point at which the gas and yes. the outside pressure equalize. Yes, um, there is. Yep. And it is different for hydrogen and helium. This is true. Yep. Helium uh -oh. has less lift too, so that's one of the reasons why your 
your, uh, the Zeppelin's, uh, the bag, the gas bag is much larger, uh, to mm-hmm. give you enough lift to take up the large gondola that's below it. United <laughs> Front? <laughs> no. Okay, what did we do? Oh, uh, we could, name the Argos. <laughs> the Argos, that is an awesome name. We could, I could rename myself Jason. Please don't. <laughs> oh. Wait, no, it wasn't the Argos. I'm thinking of something Jeez. else. Hey, if we ever want to piss off the British, we could always just call it Kingslayer. <coughs> okay, so, um, excellent. This is, this is so good. So, so good. Well, you're going to need a, a means of travel. And, uh, while you are abroad, it is useful for you to have such accommodations. You'll find that the tech, the technical bay has a quite a, a chemistry, uh, lab in it as well that you'll be able to it carry is? out it some does? research. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That. Hmm. Yeah. So yes, he's looking very proud at showing you this. You remember that Joshua was the head of transportation and, uh, Zeppelins were actually his, his pet, uh, projects. <laughs> Is Pasternak still in business? Of course. Okay, making sure that they haven't been shot down out of the many, many disasters that have hit this city. Because everyone survived the Argo. Icarus (laughs) people died. (laughs) Yes, yes. I know, we call it the Icarus. Uh, You also find that the crew chambers, uh, while... Not very large. They're not very roomy. They are f- very well appointed. They all have, uh, very nice beds. Uh, they've all, uh, some amount of soundproofing. You've got your own, uh, uh, privy in each one. So, well, not large accommodations. Everyone has their own accommodations on board. Actually, you've got, <clears throat> you've got six berths, uh, or six rooms aboard. I'll I actually, uh, extra couple so that when people go into when people disappear and come back, we can have a uh, uh, yes. It, a question: yes, This is excellent. Is it the MS something, or is it the MPS, or what is it? GS. Oh, airship. <laughs> Airships don't generally. Ship? Yeah, they just have names. They don't have ah. A, nice. Uh, if you're talking about if it was British, it would be Her Majesty's, Her Majesty's ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but this we're not British anymore, or they're not British anymore. I nope. should. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so service. anyway, uh, yeah, Dare just wanted to show this off for you uh, that this is uh, when the cause might arise that you need transportation onto uh, foreign soil. Uh, we have this ready for you. This is cool. I. Wish I was. There was not a bunch of monkeys around. They make, <laughs> they scare me. I really make memories. it better. Make uh, it better. You're, you're just you're just worried that you'll have to stab one in the eye. The I have bad look memories. at Marlo Crossley. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the funeral. That was you at the funeral, right? No, he was... no, no. I know. I point to Dare. It was the real you at the funeral, right? I he was can't remember actually. He was <laughs> he was kidnapped and replaced before, as soon as Tesla was killed. You can, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, he he was because I was in charge of security after that, and I know I didn't. That is uh, 
Gavin is showing some interest in it. Uh, Watson and Crick are saying that, yes, yes, the, the apes are a great hand around the lab. We've even taught them to do some very preliminary surgery. I, mm-hmm. their, 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 their hands are quite manipulative and they're able to hold blades with a, a great degree of skill. I really need to nip this in the bud. <laughs> I just imagine, I just imagine, no, I imagine that Marlo does it, takes like a couple of the apes and trains them to be assassins instead and has them, have them just, you know, climb up walls, etc., and <laughs> silently kill people. Gorilla ninjas. Yes, gorilla ninjas. <laughs> no. Not no. a good idea. Why not? <laughs> it's not. It's just not. You know, yeah, I I must agree. What you give them twenty bananas per kill? Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so Let's in the meantime, give... um, uh, Bishop, you get a call. I answer it. Yes. Uh, apparently, they've put together two planes for you, and they've got them fueled up in the uh, odd green fluid as tanks are full. Uh, they're not sure what you want to do with them now. Okay. Uh, okay, Marlo. We've got the two ships ready to go on our assault. I, I don't, I don't know what you're expecting here. I mean, they have actual fighter planes at that altitude. Let's at we least would... take a peek. We have the goggles that allows us to use the fog for cover. Yeah, I mean, um, metapole fog isn't the same as yeah. clouds. <laughs> no, but they do cut a little bit away. I know we've decided that that it yeah, does. But, uh, like yeah, but yeah, but the metapole cloud cover also doesn't go that high into the atmosphere either. You can, I mean... Okay, we'll get some binoculars, and we'll take some peaks. They can, the ships can glide, right? The planes can glide? Uh, barely, but... <laughs> I need to know, just in case we don't have enough... You the don't is. pilot. <laughs> Bishop doesn't pilot. He has no, no idea. that's why we're, I'm getting a pilot for the Cheka. Yes! George can pilot. George to pilot it. <laughs> Weight, weight becomes a very big issue in planes. Yep. George, George probably weighs as much as the as the plane. Possibly. If you're if you're talking that type of construction, very light, and we're talking wood and canvas in this age. So, yeah, well, but the engines are very powerful. They actually do have a great amount of lift. But uh, yeah, the question is: is is George perhaps too dense to fall through the floorboards? <laughs> yep, that's, that's very. Well, alternatively, you could sort of, in a way, wait two weeks and see if Van Hundegaard wakes up. Well, no, no. I let's let's go. Let's just go have a scout and see if we can see it. Do we want to uh, take the plane or the two planes like I planned on? Since ni- neither two I can well, fly. We don't know. We don't know where they are, so we'll take two planes we in two separate directions. Do we have portable film cameras? Yes. Oh, uh, well, oh, you know, you they're about the size of a lunchbox, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying take a film camera with you and film it. <laughs> yep. Yay! Yeah. Our yeah. exploration. Too bad I can't have George fly the plane. Then it would be an excellent movie starring Bishop. <laughs> I, yeah. I hope his plane sees it. That way, there can be a film of him. He, he and George be excellent. No, George would be a bit too weighty for the plane. Although you did say you wanted him on the wing. So. <laughs> oh, no, for George. Okay, let's fly up and tell us what we learned in the last 
30 minutes of the game. <sighs> no, actually, I'm going to end it pretty soon. So, uh, <clears throat> all right. So you're going to get uh, two Cheka pilots. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And uh, now, aren't you glad that I gave Cheka of a drive plus three? <laughs> yes. So glad. <laughs> Wait, so what? glad. Yes. But that's pilot, not drive, though, that they need. Drive covers it. <laughs> yep. Yep. It covers it. It's just whether or not who has the experience. In this case, the Cheka has an agent that can drive or fly anything. And it's been. <laughs> no, we don't <laughs> <Yeah>. trust him. <laughs> He's taught others Cheka, so okay, here we go. Anyway, uh, it is a little difficult because none of the pilots have actually uh, taken aircraft to the extreme altitudes uh, that these aircraft seem to be designed to do. Uh, you also have an air supply, uh, tank air, air supply uh, for two people on each one. The air supply only lasts for about 20 minutes, though. And uh, as Bishop discovered, the fuel supply lasts for about an hour. Uh, so, question is, where do you want them to fly? <laughs> uh, well, basically, one one will go towards uh, Ger one will go towards Germany, or you know that way, and then one of us will see. go towards the French colony. And okay, see. one towards the ocean, one towards land. Yep, got it. And but as high as you can go, I take it. Yeah, yeah. north. Well, one's going oh, wow. north, one's going to east. So your pilots, land to <laughs> your pilots do very well. Uh, so Bishop and uh, um, Marlow are the two that are going up. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, yeah, your pilots do really well actually. Uh, three pluses plus their uh, their abilities, so well over a six. Um, as they start climbing, they're playing around with the planes. Uh, they notice the wings are a lot more rigid. Uh, the normal biplane as well. And frost starts collecting on the wings as you climb higher and higher. And as the frost starts collecting, the little spigots on the uh, the very odd pipes that were running around the wing, they uh, start blasting this greenish fluid on the wings, which seems to cut through the ice, allowing the plane to continue to climb higher. And uh, <clears throat> so you're... You guys are going high enough now that uh, you pass through uh, the cloud bank uh, that uh, is above Metapole and higher still. And as the planes uh, are now beyond the limit of a, a normal plane's uh, altitude, you're, the air is uh, becoming very thin. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, put your oxygen tanks on and you climb even higher. And uh, both of the planes see this enormous... Uh, kind of disc in the air, almost directly above Metapole, um, and the, the you can see planes coming, uh, moving around it. Uh, it. It's easily maybe half the size of Metapole. It's enormous. Binoculars help at all? <laughs> yeah. Grab some binoculars and take a look through it, and uh, it, it's, it's like a floating city. There are planes uh, going back and forth across the top of it. The bottom seems to be this... Uh, uh, it's it's dark. It's very black, um, and in, it seems to be almost uh, you know it kind of sways in the wind as if it was some kind of cloth or some kind of uh... lighter than air material. No, no, no. It's it's definitely not the bottom that's giving it lift. By the way, it billows. You can kind of tell, but from the ground or from like a telescope, it would be very hard to tell that this was anything more than a very large storm front or a cloud mm. bank. Clever. Yes, and uh, we'll cut it there as uh, the two airplanes circle this enormous structure. I knew in it the was air. directly above Metapole. I knew it. <laughs> There's no other place for them to go. <laughs> well, are, they this, are they above or are they. What's that? 
Or I was just wondering if they were directly above Metapole. Yeah, or- it's directly above Metapole. It's uh, you know, it's not as large as Metapole entirety, but it is very large. This is easily twice the size of the ship that you had brought down over the ocean before, easily. This is number three with the bomb. <coughs> well, all right, all right. Well, go down, and then I go home and cry. Myself. <laughs> I make sure that I take care of all the business I've told you I need to be that needs to be taken care of, and I make sure that the scientists start freaking working on the damn liquid <laughs> and making sure that some of the liquid goes to Watson and Crick, some of the liquid goes here, and some of the liquid goes there, and making sure all the good scientists have a piece of it and can tell me how to make it, why the hell we haven't been making it. I thought this was invented years ago. <clears throat> yes, the the antifreeze stuff had been invented, but no one had used had a practical use for it because why would an airplane need to go that high? Yep. So, <laughs> damn it, we need airplanes that go that high now. I want you to copy some of the design specifications of this aircraft, and I want to be able to fight the Germans in the air. Mm-hmm. And the and the okay. <laughs> also, I make sure to call Dare and say, uh, Dare, we've got a floating city above us. Yeah, I'm. I'm either going to pull the uh, the aircraft or starship fighting rules from either Diaspora or uh, uh, what's the the other sci-fi fate game? Um, <sighs> can't remember the name of it. The the sci-fi one? Yeah. Um, there were two of them. There was Diaspora and the yeah, Star Blazers. Star Star Blazers was the other one. Star Blazers. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yep, I'm gonna see what their their in their uh, their aerial combat and ship construction rules look like, and I'll steal one or the other, whichever one looks like it's more apt for <laughs> what we're going to use it for. Yeah, I don't um, quite know how. Oh yes, your Zeppelin actually does have uh, some uh, of the foldable biplanes on board. The are kind they where armed? You... No, no, they're not armed. Yeah. Can well, we pretend I mean... they're armed? <laughs> When you're, when you're talking about something the size of half a city, you're not taking that down with the... And what sucks is we can't use... Well, we could use the same method we used before because it'll flow Yeah, up we didn't take out. it down. We took it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We just need to take it up. We don't need to take it down. Yeah, and we need to find <laughs> more of the engineers. Well, it, I guess that's in also, the game. Uh, also, I give some... Advice, uh, Bert, I give some advice on, uh, I make some calls. Would that be burglary, stealth, or deceit to do that? To do what? To get the freaking railroad to have some intelligence about moving people around. (laughs) You want to hit them to get, probably burglary, because you're teaching them how people could, you know, trace them or follow them. Well, the thing is, is do we, we don't want them. Like, right now, we still need them to be not changing their routines. Yeah, so we need them to know what they'll be changing their routines to and stuff. And I'm gonna just because we teach them how to do it now doesn't mean they're gonna be using it right this minute. If like if there's no big names again to change, if there's a big name, then everything's gonna be as mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyway, I'll put a photo and uh oh. and something of a schematic for the ship up so you guys can see it on the forums. Um, so you know what's in the ship. I actually did build it with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, some of the building ru- rules. And since Dare is actually like, that's his legendary thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and he has the shop at legendary status. It's pretty tricked out. 
Right. Or chips Bur- towards I, influence. I used the burglary aspect thing. I was never here to help this. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Five. Five chips transferred. Yep. Oh wow. I can only help do four to followers of Bishop. All right. Hold on. Five, five chips to the, the railroad. Four to burn, the Bishop. Burn better. <laughs> and orders. Are you gonna try to convert anything for the Cheka? Yeah. yeah. Um. I will also try to be teaching security uh, <laughs> to the Cheka. <coughs> Why would they want to know? You how failed to me last it? mission. <laughs> you have failed me for the last time. Now I should train you up so you don't fail me again. Oh, well, thanks, boss. <laughs> uh, I think Marlo's more of the eliminate and replace kind of boss. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, have I'd love my men. I would. Marlo would die for his men. And kill many, many people. All right. Uh, one died for his men. This is his second life. Five, one seven, XP? six. Uh, spend one chip on dealing dirt. It could all be lies. Eight. I know it could all be lies. That's the problem. Um, for some reason, I'm having a bit of a brain. Seven. Oh, and uh, seven, zip some names on the boards, please, people. Yeah. I, <coughs> I, I blow a couple chips, and I... Get five over to the five ships to the Cheka. Yep. All right. What does that leave you guys at? At your normal refresh now, or do you guys still have chips in uh, in excess? Hell no. That's I, know, chips. I never have chips in excess unless you gave me extra chips to spend from all my comments. Mm-hmm. Then I would blow another chip on uh, on something yeah. and get extra. Yep. And get an extra yeah, guys. Oh, you guys remind me about that. that. By the way, if you feel that someone should have earned a chip that I missed, please say something. Um, what I, if we start using map tools more often, I'm just gonna put a pile of chips on the, on the grid and you guys can just move chips around for who you think, uh, should get one. Um, just because I, be, I, I have a very hard time of tracking, uh, giving chips out and chip expenditures because I can't see it. Something that's a lot easier to do when you're sitting around a table with people. Yeah. Um, but so everyone is basically at zero chips at this point. I have yeah. one left. Okay. I, so I, have wait, wait, uh, I was trying to increase my influence. Can I use my specialty uh, high society on contacts? Uh, not for your group, no. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What, uh, uh, Sharon? What were you saying? No, I have eight chips. You have eight chips. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, this is my fiftieth game. Yay! Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fifty-one. This record has got a serious chip count going on there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, how much XP? I was up to that one. Uh, just one. one. Just one XP. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> one. Maybe, I mean, I can get up that half I want to. It's just that I just got the point of, I just might as well spend stuff on stunts. Yeah. I'm working on alchemy. I want to make the bomb. <laughs> yeah. If it hasn't already been invented. Now, what we need are ground-to-air missiles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we need radar. That that would help. (laughs) All right, so I will uh, I will post your ship uh, on the boards. If you guys wanna, if you can get a name that you are happy with, uh, (laughs) please post, um, and we will get that going. Pegasus. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Right. All right. right. Good game. Yep. Good night. Good fight. Bert, get some rest. Yes, yes, I get. Bert, get better. That's an order.
music in this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K dot com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show. Hi, this is Ross Payton, one of the hosts of Roleplaying Public Radio. And, and I'm Tom Church, the other guy. Yeah, we do a uh, regularly updated podcast on uh, RPGs. Uh, we do at least two episodes a month. We offer commentary, comedy, and actual play. And occasionally and inane stuff no one cares about, too. Exactly. Our commentary, uh, each episode is focuses on a gaming topic, such as how to deal with large groups or horrible gamers, or how to make old games new and exciting again. Our comedy offers such uh, stories as the Law and Order, a fantasy uh, D&D version of Law and Order, and our actual play does uh, games such as Call of Cthulhu, a, uh, the end of the world as we know it. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, give us a try. And if you're interested in any stuff, give that a try too. Yeah, role-playing public radio, slangdesign.com slash rppr. <laughs>